welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your Christian Financial Advisors host, Bob Barber, and his co-host, Sean Peters. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. We're so glad that you joined us today. Uh, whether you're watching right now or you're listening to this, thanks for being here. And we noticed that about 80% of those watching on YouTube are not subscribed. So if you do like this video or one of our other videos, love for you to smash that subscribe button and like this video. So today we are going to be covering tools you need in your financial toolbox. So if you like things like this, as well as other topics related to finance from a Christian perspective, then again, please hit that subscribe button. Bob, what do we got for today? Well, Sean, the reason I came up with the title, Tools in Your Financial Toolbox, was just about a week ago, we had this big storm here in Texas, and we had an ice storm, mm-hmm. and it all my trees, it, got on one of, it caused those branches to come down, and I had yeah. a branch fall off. And um, it hit my water control valve for my sprinkler system, and water was shooting up everywhere. And you know I live out in the country. Well, thank goodness I had the tools I needed to fix the problem because I couldn't have gotten a plumber out there. It was 31 degrees outside. It was a mess. But I was able to get that leak stopped and was able to cap the leak. But I thought about, you know, I needed those tools right then. Had I not had those tools, I'd have been in trouble. But anyway... See, we got tools here. We got we got a tape measure, got a hammer, screwdriver, screwdriver got a, le- a, a level. Matter of fact, we were using a level back here, and you know to, to level things around here. So we have the tools needed. So th- I think about this: Do you have the tools that you need for your toolbox? And we're going to think of, talk about the tools the in financial a financial toolbox. toolbox. Yeah, your financial so. toolbox. Yeah. Got to make sure we put that in there for your financial toolbox. And Sean, I know you were thinking like, okay, Bob, what scriptures would go with this? And I was interested that one that you came up with. So share that scripture since this is Christian financial perspectives. Right. So the one that I came up with was Ephesians 6, 13 through 17. This is from the NASB. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist on the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having belted your waist with truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having strapped on your feet the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, some of you may be asking, why am I talking about the armor of God when we're talking about financial toolbox? Well, what came to my mind was that what is true in the physical was first true in the spiritual. And so the scripture tells us, like in the scripture, Mm -hmm. that we need to equip ourselves. And there's a lot of different pieces to the armor of God. It's not just a shield. It's not just a helmet. There's a lot of different pieces to it. And each have their own purpose and function. So if that's true in our spiritual battle, why wouldn't it also be true in our, the physical life here? In this case, finance. And so just like the spiritual battle in finance, there are certain tools that you need in order to be properly equipped to fight the financial battle, if you will. 
That shows the the word of God is living and active, right? right? And it and apply it can apply in so many different areas of our lives. I had I had one from Proverbs. You know, I'm a big Proverbs guy. In Proverbs uh, three through four, and I, I got this from the Message, okay. Which I know you like the Message yeah. Bible. Okay, it takes wisdom to build a house and understanding to set it on a firm foundation. It takes knowledge to furnish its rooms with fine furniture and beautiful draperies. So yeah. I look at that wisdom and prudence and knowledge is so important to have the right tools and in this case we're talking about financial tools that's right so so sean i came up with what i feel are eight essential tools that you need to have in your financial toolbox okay well okay. let's go with the first one then so the first one we have is a state plan so Bob, do you have an estate plan? I do. You I have do. a very good estate plan, as a matter of fact, and how it's going to be handed to the next generation with wisdom. And, Sean, I've updated that estate plan three times in just the last 10 years. Yeah. And it's very important that your estate plan be updated. We've done podcasts on estate plans. If yeah. you'll look through our archives, you'll you'll find some of the ones that we've done. But it, especially someone with young children like you and Jenna yep. have, like who's going to take care of the children? How are things going to be passed down to the next generation? For Rachel and I, who've been accumulating wealth for 38 years now, and it has accumulated in a quite a, an amount, I want to be very wise and prudent how I hand that down next to the generation. Yeah. Well, and also making sure that you don't pay to Caesar any more than you have to to pay to Caesar. That, that is the know? truth. That's the truth. So. And, and at a certain point, he starts taking 30 and 40 percent mm -hmm. that the government does on that estate plan. So I think that is a, that's one of the most important things of the tools, you know, like a hammer we know is a very important tool in yeah. building a house. Okay. That's such an important tool. And Sean, you know, and I know about 80% probably of our listeners do not have an estate plan, yeah. which is absolutely insane. It's crazy. Well, we're going to have some links in the description to give you some resources specifically on that because uh, really with now, nowadays the, there's really no reason to not have an estate plan. At the very least having a, a basic will and, and some information, but, yeah. but better yet actually having some sort of estate plan. We'll, we'll put that link up for um, the podcast, the actual podcast. We've had several of them yes. on estate planning. Yeah. So okay. we'll link to some of the podcasts as well as some other, some yeah. other resources That's for you. That's right. Now, now the next one would be because uh, as we said, there's there's eight tools. If all you have is a hammer, everything starts to look like a nail. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. our next one is in addition to the estate plan, you have a retirement plan. So the estate plan, Bob, I guess you would say is planning for when you're gone, when you go to be with the Lord. But for the retirement plan is well, either you're in retirement or hope, or you're getting to retirement. What are you going to do while you're no longer working but still here? And preparation, just like yeah. with that water leak, I had preparation. A retirement plan is not something that you build in just a matter of days or weeks yeah. or even years. It's many, many years that it takes to build a retirement plan and and putting money into that 401k, that 403b, that thrift savings plan, etc. Mm -hmm. We've spent, again, entire episodes on a retirement plan. We'll find one, a few of the uh, podcasts we can put up again on the screen. You know, Sean, this is why it's so important as we talk about this, too, that those that hear us on the podcast, they need to go see us on YouTube, too, because they'll, they'll get a lot more by seeing those resources. That's right. right that's there. right. And like like again, we'll have that in the description as yes. well. So the next one, financial plan. So we've got financial plan with expected and unexpected expenses built into the plan in the future. So for example, automobile, home 
primary home repair, college expense, medical expenses. Why don't you talk a little bit about that, Bob? Okay, so the financial plans that we do here are really living and active and breathing, just like Scripture is. That's right. And um, we can put those things into the plan, like, okay, I want to do a home repair in two years. How's that going to work within your financial plan? Um, We have college expenses maybe coming up for grandchildren or children in eight or ten years or 15 years. And they want to go, maybe here in Texas, maybe they want to go to Texas A&M. Well, we can we can actually put that in our system and see if you're it, on track for to, those things. for that. That's okay. right. Medical expenses is the, the same way. Maybe there's some upcoming medical expenses, yeah. and it's good to be prepared for unexpected medical expenses. Yeah, and I think a good one for that would be is if you do have, uh, say, a higher deductible medical plan. Well, making sure, all right, during the year, if we have to actually hit that full deductible mm-hmm. before things kick in. How's that going to affect your savings? How's that going to affect your your actual planning? Are are you going to be okay? Yeah. And if not, well, then you definitely need to be working on having enough saved up for that. And how you build those cash reserves. And cash reserves are so important for these kinds of unexpected expenses. But maybe even like we have here, a primary home repair. Yeah. Or maybe a remodel that's coming up. How does that fit into your plan? You can't just go into that in the dark and say, well, we're just going to take it out of here. Because everything you do take out of here is going to affect the future. That's right. And so our what financial about the plan will show that. Next one, Bob. I'll let you take number four. Okay. Risk management insurance plan. This really has to do with your life insurance, health insurance, disability, home, auto, and liability insurance. Mm-hmm. I've seen more times than not inadequate coverage when yeah. it comes to these areas. Especially when it comes to disability, because even if people do have proper insurance and in, say life and life and health and home or even, you know, of course, auto. Yeah. Uh, people are usually deficient when it comes to disability, which is bad because the, the statistical chances of you needing disability insurance versus life, uh-huh. well, life is going to be one time. Yeah, it's, exactly. Whereas the chances of you being unable to work for a period of time is a lot higher than mm-hmm. you actually passing away, especially the younger you are. But so, you know what I see in life insurance too, many cases? I'll see a breadwinner that maybe makes 100000 a year and all he has is $250,000 of life insurance. That's not, and, and, the, and the family is relying on yep. that breadwinner's income. That so income really goes away. you're looking at two and a half years tops of They of need income. at least a million of coverage. Yeah. And, and that can be proved with a financial plan. Mm-hmm. I see auto policies that don't have enough coverage too, yeah. like uh, uninsured metal, medical, uh, you know, $5,000. You can push that up to 50 pennies on the yeah. dollar. So it doesn't, doesn't take a lot. All right, number five. The balance sheet financial statement. So your assets, liabilities, and you should have something that updates automatically daily. So like for our clients, we use we use eMoney, right. which is a, a software that we have for all of our clients. And in addition to the assets that we're managing for clients, they can put in their bank account, their other you know 401k mm-hmm. retirement accounts. It will all link that. Basically, in, pretty much anything that has an online login you can put in to where it updates every single day. And one of the big benefits of that too, especially when it comes into the estate planning, the retirement planning is when you're looking at uh, making a decision or something should happen to you, your family knows exactly what is the value of everything because it's all updated Mm -hmm. every day as opposed to, well, I have an update in three years, so who knows what the value is? So big benefit. And by the way, next week we're going to cover eMoney and we're right. going to have a, 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 a lot as it's live, and you're going to see all this living and breathing plan, which yeah. is so neat today, which we used not to have yeah. years ago. Okay. No, number six is 
having a budget, that's got to be a part of your financial yep. toolbox, okay? And again, and, you should have some sort of software that right. tracks daily because otherwise, if it gets out of date, it's not very useful. So it should be a kind of a given, right? Yep. All right, and the next one is a savings and investment strategy. So, Bob? Well, I've, I've mentioned that already, but but you have to have those strategies for, like we went, mentioned up earlier, for the retirement plan, for your savings plan, for the uh, unexpected expenses, um, for, uh, it's, let me see what else, like a second, a second home, maybe if you wanted to buy one, or even a car, maybe you want to buy a car in three years, you need okay. to be putting that aside. And that's what I mean by savings and investment strategy for now and the future. I said savings and and investment, not just investment, not right. just savings. Okay. Okay. And then we come down to the the eighth tool. You know, we we've, we've got four tools right here. Yeah. Which you need eight tools in your toolbox, and the eighth tool is fiduciary based advisor, financial advisor, to guide you through all the financial minefields and help you with all these financial tools. And as we've said before in the program, in Proverbs, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. And Sean, you know, when I was learning, I. As you know, I, I had a dad that built homes, and my brother built homes. And, and I learned, starting at 14 years old, I started framing homes and, and trimming out homes. And um, they taught me how to use these tools. So the, the eighth part of this in your toolbox is having that fiduciary fee-based advisor to teach you how these tools work. You, the, the tool's just a tool. That tool's just sitting there until you know how it works. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know how a level works, but some people might not know. You're supposed to have the bubble in the middle, you know. Yeah. And you got you can put it up against the wall this way or this way or even a 45 degree angle. Yeah. You can use that tool in different ways, and that's where what a fiduciary fee based advisor will will help you do. Using using that analogy, if you don't know how to do anything in plumbing or AC repair or carpentry, and you go out and just spend two or three thousand dollars on the works from Home Depot or Lowe's and you get this huge toolbox and you get all the tools and you have no idea how to use them, is that going to help you? You, you need you to make a lot of mistakes. You also need to learn yeah. how to use the tools. It's yeah. not just about having the tools, but how do you use them correctly? So we hope that these eight tools have helped you. And don't forget to tune in next week as we discuss and show you a presentation on screen of how all these tools fit into an integrated, interactive financial plan using the technology today that changes as you do daily, yeah. monthly, annually. It's all those life changes. This is right. what I love about financial planning today. So different when I started yeah. where it was just you built the financial plan, you gathered information, you, you built the financial plan, you printed it on a printer, put it in a binder, there you go. Right. It wasn't living and breathing like it is yeah. today. So next week would be a really great program if you if you haven't tuned in. We want you to tune into that one too. Yeah. Okay. One way you can get a nice little reminder about when that video is is published is to hit that subscribe button. So if you're currently watching okay. and you're not a subscriber, and uh, based on the numbers, that's basically eight out of ten people. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, please hit, do hit that subscribe button. It definitely helps us, helps out other people as well who might be looking for this kind of content. And again, thank you so much for joining us. And if you want us to help you with how to use your financial tools, Christian Financial Advisors would love to help. And our phone number during business hours is 830-609-6986. Or you can text that number during business hours as well, uh, 8 to 5 Central Standard Time. Or you can find us on the web at christianfinancialadvisors.com. Thanks again for joining us. God bless. 
We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.